Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ and my Hammers 11. Hope you're safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may do have any time we put new videos on. As always, we'd like to thank our channel sponsors, Untuck It. Check them out in the description below. Lots of Black Friday deals coming out, particularly if you like to wear your shirts untucked like I do. Today's guest, now he's put himself as Jack's dad, but he's not just Jack's dad. He's his own person. Obviously, we had Jack on a few weeks ago, Jack made Jack Dean. And uh, Jack mentioned basically the influence of his dad um, to become a West Ham fan. So I thought, let's just get his dad on. Let's get Steve on. Here we are. It's Steve, not Jack's dad. It's Steve. How are you, Steve? Yeah, I'm good, Russ. How are you? You all right? I'm all right. Thank you very, very much, mate. Not too bad. Not too bad. How is, um, how's lockdown 2.0 treating you? Uh, no different, really. I'm still working. You know, I was, I've been working throughout all the lockdown. Yeah, me too, know. man. So it hasn't affected me too much. Obviously, I haven't seen Jack as much, and um, my daughter Charlie. You know, yeah. sort of it's sad not seeing them as much as I like to, because I like to see them like every week if I can. But yeah, as it's not been possible, and now they're stopping you from going around people's houses. So it's for a little while. Yeah, is is it? But I mean, it's it's there's some solace in that we are in this sort of weird world with the technology we have i mean if we couldn't if it was like i don't know 15 20 years ago god we wouldn't have facetime would i don't know what we would have done no 20 years. no we would have no. like killed each other wouldn't we <laughs> we would have done there'd be no netflix there'd be no <laughs> there'd be no decent if you're playing snake on your phone you yeah. know and tetris and that's about it yeah. isn't it and duck hunt do, do you reckon blockbusters would have been shut as well it would probably, I mean, you, could you imagine? It would be rife. It would be rife. It would have to be quarantined every video, isn't it? Yeah, yeah right. Pop, you're popping so, through the letterbox, and it's like, oh, 14 days before you could have another one back. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, God. Could... At least, yeah, at least we've got this now, eh? You it's know, something, isn't that's, it? That's one, uh, 
bright spark really it I is. suppose. yeah it is and it's like i mean yeah i mean obviously and people adapt don't they it's like the football isn't it? it's like you know we haven't been able to you know well obviously i i, I can but just because i work but work there but obviously you know guys like yourselves you'll know, be going to the games for years and years and years and have to watch it on the telly and it's just you know we'll have to watch it on but we, uh, you know 20 years ago there was there was hardly any football on the tv really was there you know <laughs> Yeah, just the select game here and there. If you you know, if you're lucky, it might be sort of Man U West Ham, and that's that's about all they would show of us, weren't it? So I yeah. think since the first lockdown, we we've been seeing so much games, so many games, so much football. It's been great. I've I've watched pretty much every West Ham game on TV, and yeah. that that's something I couldn't say any other time. No, no, exactly. And I mean, what I I mean, do you watch it? Do you, you know, do you watch you with the crowd noise on or off or whatever's yeah. on? I, I think I like the crowd noise on. Yeah. You know, especially when they do it properly because, you know, yeah. I, I swear, like, um, when we done Chelsea, I swear I could hear them singing, stick the blue flag up your ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, that, <laughs> was that you? you no, no, it's that? not. But, um, no, it's all done because I thought it was a poor, you know, poor intern on like a sound desk just pressing buttons but it's not i spoke to a bloke a guy called travis newton this is months ago this was during the first lockdown just when it all started in terms of the football um again and um it's all done through through technology all done through ai so it's they got the fifa noises in because they're all recorded and based on how that how well the team's doing and the procession the, the noise level goes up honestly it's amazing um and that impressed that really impressed good. me even more. Sometimes it's really good, you know, and they yeah. have booing. They have booing for like dodgy decisions and everything. Yeah. It's great. But it's but, true. Um, it's true. It's good, man. Yeah. I thought but, it was funny. Go on. No, it's gone. I didn't want to sort of break away from that, but um, I wanted to ask you, like, you know, what your job is. <laughs> what the, the podcast? Um, yeah. You, you actually work like at um, West yeah. Ham, don't you? Yeah, so basically, I I'm the I'm I'm to put it to put it in uh, I'm the match day DJ. That's what I do. Yeah, so cool. like all that's that's what, so I so and I've done it. This is my this is my twentieth season. Uh, obviously, oh. last year was the longest season I've ever done, but this yeah. year is my twentieth season. And yeah, I play all the music in the stadium. So um, and I've you know so bubbles and everyone takes a mickey at me because I play Foo Fighters and we lose and all that type. You know that's that's what I do. And so I've been doing it for twenty right. years. So yeah, and it's obviously the last dozen games or so has been the weirdest in my life because there's been no one there, um, and and I and I get home in twenty. So like on Saturday, I got home. Um, what was it? Finished about ten thirty. I was home by twenty to uh, about about ten to eleven, which which, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which never happens. Yeah. It's but it's good for. I mean, I I'm very privileged, and and it's um and I and I've I love it because obviously I'm a fan and. Um, as I said, I fell into it like a lot of people do when these things is just the you know, just things happen, and uh, yeah, it's brilliant, it's good fun. And so, so, uh, uh, do you get to know a lot of the players then? Not now, not now, because I mean, obviously, in the, in the old girl, it was a bit different because you had like 
you know, you'd walk in the same entrance, basically. <laughs> so you, everyone would go through that, that sort of West Stand entrance, wouldn't it? Those double doors of West Ham United between the, the two turrets and stuff. So, and you'd yeah. walk around and you have to sort of go through, you know, past the, um, past, you know, through the tunnel and along with it. So you, you did you bump into people and you knew of people and they sort of recognised you. But now, obviously, you know, similar to most modern day football stadiums the the player entrance is very different from the workman's entrance we'll say that and so i go one way and even more so now because they have to be i mean because you have these different zones now because of all covid so i'm in amber and all the players are in red so you know never the twain shall meet basically at the moment but no i mean we still see a lot of the the older players um yeah i mean obviously we've been fortunate enough because of doing this channel really to get a lot of them on like the guys i sort of used to know ish you know we know of each other um but uh no you don't see any of the new ones now and not so many now it's just the way it is now just the way it is in terms of modern day football really i think and that's one of my big gripes at the moment is like the modern footballer is almost like on a different level now do you know what yeah. i mean in terms of in terms so even like even like upton park and stuff you know you could get your i don't know lucas neil to sign your shirt or you know or you know you walk yeah. past and see shaka hislop in safeways but you don't get it no more now do you and that's and that's the same with all modern football but uh no i no I, I do enjoy it and uh yeah i can't wait for everyone to get back to be honest because it's just weird you know when you're in, at the game and you can just open the door and all, you can't hear nothing apart from maybe Davy Moyes shouting and Oggy and Declan Rice yeah. and the other team, and just a journalist typing. Yeah, that's all you can hear. It's yeah. horrible. It's not Absolutely the same, horrible. Is it? not it's not the same. Nah. And you, you've got no crowd noise there, have you? <laughs> yeah, you got no. So we we sort of do so like where we've always played. So you know, uh, we played the for when we got the account for bubbles. It's in the nineteen seventy five FA Cup version. We we've always played ever since I've for the last 20 years even more than that i'd imagine and um, so we've put a new mix together so we've sort of overlaid it with the crowd singing bubbles so at least it's sort of like a little bit of yeah. a little bit of something do you know what i mean because otherwise yeah. it's just like particularly when you hit fortunes because obviously yeah, i drop the music that, that moment there you know what i mean you just, you, you need it yeah that's, <laughs> that's so wrong ain't it so it wrong so... so yeah so you, so you put the the crowd in yeah, so we've got this sort of new ones so that mixes it in. So, you know, so we'll get rid of it when yeah. everyone's back in the ground because I wouldn't want to yeah, yeah. put music, you know, like put fake crowd noise in. Like, we don't need that when everyone's back. No, everyone's going to be singing. I didn't know if it was Sky who, who were doing that. It was actually they, you doing that. You know? Yeah, so we so basically you have to – so in terms of how it all works, I can't play any crowd noise um from kickoff because obviously that would affect then the stuff on the broadcasters whether it's sky or bt um so yeah but obviously pre-match half time and end the game we were okay so um although another thing we've had to do in terms of since we've gone into this sort of closed behind closed doors sort of world is is play goal music which i've never done i've never played goal music i've always been a little bit anti it's a bit american for my liking thing. um and so we played that otherwise it's just it's just flat isn't it you know like like so for example on saturday when two check scores a 93rd or, or the chelsea game you mentioned the other day you know two tech scores that is two tech again uh but yaramilenko scores that sort of third goal and if they couldn't play any crowd noise or couldn't play any music or whatever it's just like oh great there's only about 30 people there celebrating you know so it makes it a little bit better i hope i'm, I'm not don't, don't worry everyone was jumping around in their living rooms you know 
exactly, exactly. 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 It, it doesn't really matter. But that's the thing. And then obviously on Saturday, obviously uh, Suchek scores. 93rd minute, so I'd, I'd assumed it was a draw. So I had all my all my music lined up for the Foo Fighters ready for a draw. And then it's like, oh, it's a goal. Okay, so I get it ready for Twist and Shout and and, uh, and Bubbles. Oh, it's a penalty again. Okay, so I put it back in for Foo Fighters. Oh, it's been yeah. that stupid penalty. So is it, honestly, it was, but then for the rest of the game, there was nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was just yeah. like this mad, mad panic at the end of the game. But we won. You're so, you're so lucky. You're so lucky, though, to be going to every Yeah, I'm very fortunate. I know yeah. I'm very fortunate, which is why I try and do stuff like, I, you know, I always try if I can jump on a, you know, a live stream, you know, on the, one of the West Ham YouTube, whether it's Hammers Chat or ING United or something like that, just because I'm there and I want at least other people to experience being there. Do you know what I mean? So I might take a little video or do a picture or something like that just to just to show people, you know, it's still there. You know, the girl's still, they're still doing it and uh Looks brilliant. The pitch looks fantastic. You know, to be fair, but you know the grounds haven't got much more to do. To be honest, at the moment, so um, and now they've got two weeks off, haven't they? Because obviously international duties now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although I'm not, I, I'll be honest, I'm 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 not an Eng- I'm not 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 an England fan, but I don't like the internationals. You know what I mean? I'm, no. I mm, just don't there's, think of there's, it. There's not really many left. It's, it's not like it used to be, is it? England games, no. you know, nothing like yeah. they used to be, and there's too many friendlies. And it disrupts the league too much. It does, you know, yeah. People having breaks, and you know, obviously, you're going to get players injured in those um, international games. You know, so we could do without it because when we actually <laughs> got players, we don't need yeah. them getting injured. Like Dean Ashton, do you remember? Yeah, oh, that's the that's the only reason that I actually watch the England games or have it is is the 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 Ashton effect on Declan Rice just checking just oh he's yeah. all right he's okay oh yeah. he's not injured you know and um, that's the trouble you want you want your players to play for England and play at the highest level yeah, but you don't want yeah. to get injured so it's like this juxtapositioning you say that but you know yeah. I, I don't want Antonio playing for England just no. want him playing for us you know yeah. Could you imagine, like, trying to do two, three games a day? It'd be, it'd be yeah. knackered when he came come back to it. At least Dex's fit enough to do that because he's like, in his game. In the, in the last season or so, his fitness has really gone up, ain't it? He's it's stepped mm. his game up so much. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's always run, and he, you know, you, at the end of the game, his energy levels are dipping a bit, you know, and that's when he mm. has to come off. But now he can like play the whole ninety minutes, ninety five minutes, or whatever, you know. I just think he's been selective with what he does. Do you know what I mean? You know, he's just yeah. like, he used to be like a bit like a headless chicken, a bit like <laughs> you, a bit like when Carlos Tevez came to West Ham, you know, and he was just like ran everywhere and couldn't, and wasn't very effective. And when yeah. Curbs went, you just stay up there, you stay up front, Carlos, we'll kick the ball to you. And that's the same with him. You know, it's like, yeah. don't run after that stupid ball in the corner. Just yeah. wait. Just I, wait. I was going to pick, I was going to pick Tevez, but now you, you sort of like <laughs> put me off because I thought, the guy is a West Ham legend. For someone who for someone who played, you know, a very if you look at a very few amount of games, he made an incredible impact on West Ham. Yeah, yeah. And on a, you know, I can't think of a another player who and made I've, such I've an impact. I've loved him ever since. You know, I've yeah. loved him ever since. I, I went to like West Ham City when he was playing there. Yeah. And he, you know, he put on that like the West Ham top at the end, and he's just like walking around like waving at all the fans and yeah. that and it, well he brought back spec- this didn't he he brought that or they did it like that he brought that back really you know yeah. people were doing it in the 70s and 80s but i don't yeah. bet any do anyone doing it in the 90s or the 2000s no. until tevez when came back as a man united player 
Yeah, and yeah. and now we all just nick it, don't we? We all do it now. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, he's a, and and he he had um he and we'll, we'll come probably come back to the later. But he he had a report the other day doing an interview saying the only team he'd come back to in Europe would be West Ham. <laughs> nice so you know, I mean, man's yeah. man's played for Man City, Man United, Juventus. You know, one one you know Premier Leagues and cups. Yeah. But no, he wants to come back to Chadwick. No, only Chad Rush Rush Green. He'll come. <laughs> It'd be a new stadium. We we'll know what's going on. New stadium, new training facilities. But yeah, no, he's a good man. No, I and right now I've, I've swapped him though because you know I, I had a sub. <laughs> I've swapped him out for Samasi Abu. That's very good of you. <laughs> <laughs> now Samasi Abu, I believe, I believe Samasi Abu is a um, is a cab driver in Basildon. Really? What now? That's, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, I believe he's a cab driver in Basildon. God bless him. Abu. Abu. Do you remember? I, was, I mean, he was he was another one who used to I used to serve in the when I when I used to work at Safeways. And <laughs> um he had incredibly intense eyes, even when he was like not playing. Scary. Really scary. And obviously I'd yeah. I had a bit of GCSE French in the old back pocket. So <laughs> I would sort of, you know, ask him where the bank is. No, <laughs> you know, that's what I can remember. But um, no, he was he was lovely, lovely guy. And it was always I think he always put people off thinking we we hated him because of Everyone thinks we're just booing him all the time, but until I realised <laughs> what was going on. But no, it's good that you said no. I love it. But uh, anyway, first question: fifteen and a half minutes in. Good start. Good start, Steve. Why are you a West Ham fan, Steve? Obviously, we know we know Jack's story. Jack's story is obviously heavily influenced by your story. But why are you a West Ham fan, mate? This is like the nineteen eighty FA Cup final. Yeah, I, I was. My family, my family came from like around Queens Park Rangers area, so you know we was wasn't like a religiously Queens Park Rangers fans. Yeah. Like you know, it wasn't it it didn't didn't mean a lot to change teams. And uh, one of my cousins, he you know, I was very close to him. He was an Arsenal fan. When he got into the final, you know, I was like, I want West Ham to win. You know, they're the underdogs. You always <laughs> want the underdogs to win, yeah. don't you? And I made a vow. I was like, and if they want to become my team forever, and he was like, oh, yeah, all right. And, and yeah, it's like we won. <laughs> I'm still there. And we haven't won anything ever since. <laughs> Nothing. But they got you. It, it don't take the love away. Not no, all. it don't. It don't. But they got no. you, didn't they? They, they? they nabbed you in, Steve, and that's yeah. it. And then, then you blink it's and it's 40 years team. on. You know, I'm glad I didn't pick Man City or Chelsea or any yeah. any of the top teams. You know, I'm so glad I, I went for such a family team as well. You know, when you go to the ground and you see like grandmothers with their grandchildren, yeah. and, you know, and it's everyone's just in it. You know, well, it's so know, true. Apart from when we're no. losing, yeah. <laughs> but even when we're losing, we have this. I mean, I've got, I've, you know, I can't always really weird analogies. And, and one of them is, one of them is when I, when I started to learn the guitar, when my daughter, she's starting to play the drums and you have to sort of develop like callous, extra skin on your fingers to like play the guitar properly or to yeah. play the drums, you know, like, yeah, and yeah. that's like West Ham yeah. Yeah. and that's like West Ham. We're hardened. We're yeah. yeah. We're used to losing. So when yeah. we just brush it off, don't we, you know? Nothing, but when we no. win, it's something amazing. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. matter who we win against; it's an amazing for us all. Because you know, it's, it's rare we get a season where we 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 win most games, or you know, win half our games even. Yeah. You know, it's, it's I just 
this season to be like that, you know? Is it, the way it's going, it's, it's great, you know? It's great. He's he's going great, but it's, there's, there's still that West Ham side of us, you know? So even like, you know, even when we're, you know, that, like that Tottenham game, that was like an amazing game, an amazing experience. Yeah. Within like two seconds of that final whistle, yeah, we shouldn't have been 3 0 down after 15 minutes. Moyes out. You know, it's like, it's always exactly. a thing with West Ham. Fans. Yeah. 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 We do moan about it. And, you know, of course we do. We, we hate West Ham as much as we love them, you know? Yeah. It's like we do hate them for how they treat us. We're like, you should treat us better than this. You know, we give you so. Yeah. We want more. You know, <laughs> you know, the GSB and all that. I just like, yeah. I, don't, I don't really get involved with it because. No, me neither. You know, they do try. I, I think they do yeah. try, you know, and they have brought in some good players, you know, and they've done some good good business when you look into it. Mm. You know, it's, it's, been, it's like, you know, that's amazing that they've got him on loan. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it, it's like, why fork that's, out the money, you know? No, exactly. So, exactly. And that, that's great business, but everyone still moaned about it. Yeah. Because it happened, because the way it happened, wasn't it? I think it's like, and it's like afterwards when you reflect, you go, actually, I'd rather pay two million or whatever it is, two, yeah. three million pounds for a 30 million pound player than spend 30 million pounds and he's no good. Do you know exactly. what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, because there's no actually, Nah, and, and but, but the thing is, it's always been the way, Steve. I mean, you've, you know, you know, you're, you're an experienced fan, I call you, yeah, an experienced <laughs> fan. So, you know, it's always been the bond schemes and the Browns and the Kearns and there's, there's, it's always, it doesn't matter who's in charge. There's no. always, there's always a, you know, a, a, a yay and a an name. We've, we've had some bad owners, haven't we? Big previous. Yeah. Eggy as well. <laughs> you know, there was, there was, we went broke, didn't we? You know what I mean? There was yeah. a time where we could have been in real deep trouble, you know? Yeah. I think, was it um, Golden Sullivan who sort of, so yeah, they, yeah really? so the Icelandics, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Iggy and Spain. Oh, yeah, that was such yeah. a bad move. You yeah. Know. That, we, had, we had a bit of a bad run with, with shirt sponsors as well that time. Do you remember? We had like XL Holland, XL Airlines. Oh, and yeah. Then we had that no patch run. on. Yeah, yeah, I think this one's gone out. This one went out of business. Um, we had <laughs> banding. With every, it seemed like, honestly, we had three or four of the SBO bets been out, went out of business. I think, you know, all these ones got out of business as soon oh, as they well. sponsor West Ham. I'm not saying nothing. But I remember it because I had a big banner. XL Holidays had a big yeah. banner on the old East Stand. So when yeah, you're yeah. flying over from Stansted, you'd see it. And, yeah. um, and then they went into receivership. Yeah. And then for about three or four seasons, we kept them in these horrible patches on our shirts like you know holding the spot like holding hiding the old sponsors and uh yeah, yeah, nah yeah. it's all that's part like, of my stand i quite liked um dr martin's yes you know, when, they, when they was on the shirt because they've always been cool didn't they you know yeah the and it sort of it sort of fitted west Ham, didn't it dr martin's yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really yeah. yeah the bubble boys and stuff but it's funny because i was looking i obviously i did my 11 right like months and months and months ago and my good friend steve krieger made, like made this really cool artwork with like the sabutio players with like the shirts of the players that i picked and they're pretty much all dr martins so that era is my era do you know what i mean and so yeah, like the trevor sinclair's of this world and rio's and stuff. Oh, dr martin amazing amazing team didn't oh phenomenal team phenomenal yeah. team we had harry on and he like months ago and harry was like saying you know if we still had that team i'd have to sell them we'd have won the league and yeah he probably would have you know <laughs> he probably yeah. would have to be on his age you know yeah 
And uh, yeah, although I did it when he interviewed Trevor Sinclair, he said we we could have got into the Champions League that year. We finished fifth, but Harry would let us go out on a for a beer every Tuesday night, <laughs> and then not have not have trading on a Wednesday. Yeah. So you know, to, but then again, you know, it's a different time, wasn't it? It was a different time. Football players they could go out for a beer and not be criticised for partying and stuff like that. And Christ, right. There was a day when players used to go for a beer before the game, weren't they? You know? <laughs> well, yeah, and training, yeah, yeah. We had Bish on the. They used to call Bish Polo because he'd always have a pack of polos in his pocket uh, in case uh, Bonzo came over during training. He's just like, really? and I and I told him this, and he went, nah, 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 nah. Didn't happen. They they were extra strong mints. They were <laughs> <laughs> nice one. <laughs> But it's true. I mean, Razor got banned. I mean, I live in Hornchurch. Razor got banned from, um, uh, what was it, Romford Town Centre. He had a two-mile really? exclusion zone from a Christmas party, and that obviously includes Chad Reeves, so he couldn't train. Oh, no. <laughs> so did, you, did he go training? Well, Harry Harry sorted it out, so they reduced the reduced yeah, it. Right. But then, yeah, but uh, you know, things like that. It just don't you don't get them nowadays. You know, it's it was, I find it a bit boring. I'll be honest. I find football yeah. now. A bit boring back in yeah. not even back in the day because I sound I mean, I'm not you know but yes yeah, sort of mid nineties early two thousands you know the John Monkers you know you had your Ian Bishops all these great players and they were just great personalities as well do you know yeah. what I mean yeah. it just you know it's everyone's lives in you know penthouse places in Canary Wharf and things they just. Yeah. Not pro, you know, you just wouldn't get it anymore now. But it's the it's social media and stuff. I mean, it'll be funny. Your your son's made a career out of it, so, <laughs> but it's yeah. it's sort of taken over, isn't it? In terms of that, which is a shame because I think it's there was I there was nothing ever as exciting I could think of as a kid than seeing a football player walking down the high street. Might not even be a West Ham. It could be any football player walking down the high street. It was the most exciting thing I can remember. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh I still find it quite exciting now, though. Yeah, but you don't see him around it much, do you? You don't just start, I mean, you don't know, obviously, now because we're all locked down, but... No. I remember, I, mean? like, I remember um, when me and Jack went to one of the last games at Upton Park, yeah. and uh, after the game, we went up to the KFC and had a meal in there, and then we, we had to, I think um, Upton Park Station was shut, so we had to go up to Barking, and um, <sighs> we had to go back past the ground. And there's yeah. the queue of traffic, you know, where it's just chocker. Yeah. Like, all the fans are going up to these cars, you know. So we're like, be the players, Dad. Come on, let's go over there. And yeah. sure enough, it was, yeah. And um, he got a few selfies with a few of the players, which, you know, that had never happened with no. After the game, you're in a rush just to get away, you know. Of course you are, yeah. We never sort of hung around after a game. But that night, we was like, I oh, saw it. You know, everyone's heading to bar. Just yeah. Leave. And uh, we was glad we did, yeah. Got our yeah. Uh, program signed and that. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's we. That was just fun, the fun of the day, you know. I remember, Christ, I remember um, Bernard Lama. Do you remember Bernard Lama for half a season? <laughs> and yeah. he and he would always leave literally as soon as the whistle happened. He, I don't think he showered. I think he literally just got in the car and pulled out. And obviously, he pulls out straight into Green Street when there's thirty thousand people walking through it and he just yeah. is stuck there every game and then by, and he has all the fans on the car singing we got bernard Lam, you know singing the song and stuff like that it's just brilliant i used to love it i still love it but yeah. is that is that sort of now we're entertained by fantastic skill you know we're entertained yeah. by rather than the 
the entertainment of it, the whole sort of thing, which is a shame because I just think, particularly now, we like we like to be entertained at the moment. We need it more than anything. But uh, no, nah, it's all it's all good, and that's why we do this because we can reminisce, reminisce about those players of past and um, and do it. So anyway, let's let's talk about your eleven, Steve. So as I said, you know, everyone we get on the on the channel, um, they give their their hammers eleven. Um, so the only rule is you have to be alive to have seen them play. Um, yeah. No disrespect, Steve, but I think you know you, you're you're an experienced fan, and so uh, you've got quite a good spread of players. You know, a lot, lot easier than Jack, I think, to be honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so we'll start off in goal. Who's in goal for the Steve Dean eleven? I'm going Adrian. Adrian. Yeah, Adrian. I, I mean, in the early days, that guy. Do you know what I mean? Hammer yeah. of the season, wasn't he? At least one. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he could stop penalties. He, you almost felt confident when he had to sort of go up against someone taking a penalty. It was almost like 50-50 with him, whereas, you know, other keepers, it's, it's just not... Yeah. Or, or, or they could just... Or they could do what they should... Um, like the last season or, you know... Yeah, I know what you mean. Overall. I, I could have I gone for Fabianski, I think. Mm. But I didn't want to pick too many recent players because I would have picked pretty much most of the squad, you know, yeah. of the recent team. I, I do love them. I, th- I think I do. We've got a class team, and it seems mm. like we we've, we've filled every position, you know. Yeah. Whereas another yeah. thing with my eleven, Russ, right? I haven't got a, because West Ham have never really had a special <laughs> right back, have we? Nah, it's an who, area. Who did you pick in yours, Russ? I I had I had Sebastian Schemmel. <laughs> yeah, I, who he was, was probably I'm debating Schemmel, but I, <laughs> I don't I don't think yeah. I, I would just put um one of my centre backs out there, you know. What I mean? Cool, uh, yeah. Who would you put in? Who would you put in, Steve? Who's going to be? Who's going to? Who's going to fill in that void of the right back slot? Uh, Steve Potts. Yeah, I mean Steve played, didn't he? He was he was a, yeah. he started off as a right back. Yeah, like Steve Potts, another one. Do you know what I mean? Another like, sort of early days of the Premier League and that. That's when I, I started really taking a, a new interest in West yeah. Ham again, football in general. You know, I went. I was a raver sort of in the nineties, like early sort of late eighties, early nineties, and yeah. I sort of football for a little. While. I just got into my dancing, but um, when I went back to it, you know, it was like. Stevie Potts, he, he was the man, you know. Yeah. I loved that seeing like, him in that team. And, and he, even pick... later on, even later yeah. on, you know, he, when he was still making the team, even though, you know, he's getting up, it's like, oh, Steve's still there. He's, he's, well, he was brilliant. We had a, we had a thing last week, uh, Steve Potts Appreciation Night, where we had like, like we did, we did like a little video package of Steve and we had a few people talking and I've got here a picture of Steve. I've still got it on my, on my thing. This is Steve. That was Steve's, um, in 1981. That was for, that was his school team, his school rugby team. He's a fly off his school rugby team. I've got a couple of his mates sent me, uh, a couple of his mates that will send him some stuff to do him in, but uh, yeah. no, he's a top bloke, top top yeah, bloke, yeah. and um, yeah, and I mean, yeah, he started off his career at right back, and obviously then he moved into into centre back a bit later on um, when Tim Breaker came in. God, oh, Tim Breaker, I forgot about Tim Breaker. God bless him. Um, 
<coughs> sorry right okay so let's actually right back let's let's do your left back then who's on your left back that position yeah I'm, I'm i'm going left back cresswell yep. yeah i mean you know he's had his moments but overall he's he's been with us a long time there was a time yeah. when he could have probably gone to liverpool you know what i mean there was there was talk yeah. about him going and i was so gutted i was like he's probably our best player what we can't lose him we need him and uh yeah, bless him. He's he's having a, a good season now. You know, with Matsuaku like in front of him, I think that's that's a good pair. He's seems and to you, work well with their one touches and mm. it's, it's good. I like it. It does, so, and yeah. you're right. Um, it works. It works, doesn't it? It works, and he's and obviously his legs are gone a little bit. You know, he got injured and his legs are gone a bit. But yeah. with Masuaku there, he doesn't have to do the running, and it Masuaku can't really defend much, so it just works. And he was man <laughs> of the match against Fulham, I'd say. Press was, yeah, it was solid. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon but again. Again, it's it's the formation works for him. That sort of back three and him just sitting there. So uh, now he's a good man, and he's been here a while. He's been there, you know, good six years or something like that now. So yeah. that's good for a modern footballer. Yeah. You know, I mean, getting six years out of a play. Obviously, he was injured for a little bit, but he was reasonably consistent every season he's played. You know what I mean? So right, okay. So we put Cresser at left back. Oh, he's brilliant. I just think, I just, and, and he does, yeah, even now, he's like the free kicks. He does like, you know, and the cross. I mean, I, I haven't done the stats, but there's been a lot of crosses he's taken where he scored recently. You know, some good crosses getting in with him. And um, as West Ham Clips calls him, the Scouse Maldini, which I think is absolutely brilliant. I, think I love West Ham <laughs> yeah. Clips. It's so funny. <laughs> he's a good man. Right. Okay. Let's go centre half. So who's your first proper centre half then, Steve? Dixie. Dixie. Yeah. Let me find him. Good old Jules. Definitely. 100% in everyone's team, ain't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's a generational thing, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, take take Jack, for example. Jack never saw Julian play, really, sort of no, towards no. the end. So, he, not, in, not in his team. But for, yeah, for my, yeah, Julian was my, you know, every, everything I knew, West Ham, when I started watching him, he, he, he scored the first goal I ever saw at Upton Park. And, you know, it's a Typical Julian 30-yarder, you know, top court, yes. top bins. But yeah. uh, he's just, it was quality, weren't he? Absolutely yeah, quality. Yeah, step up for a penalty all day long. Oh. Smash it. Yeah. So, yeah, Julian Dix, definitely. Yeah, 100%. And who's, who's going to be the, the, the last piece of this defense? Who's going to be your set, last centre-back, mate? This is, this will probably be a surprise for you. Christian Daly. Christian Daly, the love of my life. Yeah, I like. I, I just love what he gave us. You know what I mean? And he, yeah. He gave his teeth, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Not many people would do that, would they? Nah, <laughs> proper old school defender, in he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Put his put his face, or literally put his face in the in the line of fire. But uh, yeah. and obviously, no, he was like part of that fantastic sort of um, that run, that sort of championship run, where we got into the playoffs two years in a row and. I always remember the Ipswich game and we'd got, we'd, you know, we'd won and he came on the, he came with the mic and gave <laughs> this like sort of brave heart sort of, you know, you know, it can't yeah. take our freedom sort of, and then we lost, but um, <laughs> against Palace, but he was a great, and he had a song and everyone still sings a song. I love players of a good song and um, <laughs> yeah, top, top, top bloke. He always, he always used to drink in the, 
Ah, oh, the green man in Waltham Abbey. There we go. For anyone who was around there, I think he probably still lives around here, actually. Right. Okay. There's Mr. Daly. Right. He's in. Write that down. Right. Okay. Um, we playing four in midfield, Steve. We're playing four, four, two, or? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. yeah. Let's go left, left midfield, left wing. Who's on the left, mate? On the left. Uh, well, I don't know. Could we have on the left i'm gonna have Who is to dimitri pay it of course you can you could steve you can put whoever you want in your yes you anywhere. can put whoever pyatt could have played anywhere mate couldn't he to be honest yeah yeah what a so, player i mean just to have an outstanding player like that just even for a short amount of time you know i've i've got to put him in there it's uh i saw a few games where he's just a master class you know even when we lost the games it, the guy done things I've never seen, not live no. anyway, you know, yeah. not for a long time, no. not at West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> and probably, sad enough, probably never again will have someone of that ability. I like maybe, I mean, I like maybe the, the boy Ben Rama, everyone's sort of, you know, he's got a bit, of, he's got a bit yeah. of pie about him. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, flary, and that's how you get sort of nominated for the Ballon d'Or if you're a little bit, you know, flary, you know. And um, now he's brilliant. And if it weren't for him, we that last, I mean, you mentioned the last season up to part, that wouldn't have been half as good, would it, without him? No, wouldn't, no, no. not at all. And it just worked, didn't it? He just worked. I loved yeah. him, I thought he was a great player. Yeah, and definitely. it's a shame how he left, but pff, it happens with those type of players, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, those sort of mercurial players those sort of enigma players they you know they'll throw their toys out of the pram in it yeah thank you that's what happens it happens very often with west ham or any of those types of players that's why i always like playing arsenal because you used to you get digging at arsenal you give them a little dig in the ribs and then they start throwing their toys out of the pram and then they get they lose their head it's the same thing but uh yeah. nah big fan of demi right okay we'll put mr payette in let's go for the other let's go on the other side who should we have on the other side the other wing then steve Trevor Sinclair. Oh. Trevor Sinclair, another legend, you know. Oh, Brilliant. absolute legend. Yeah. Love the man. Oh, love uh, a great goal uh, um, on Boxing Day when we done Charlton 5-0. Do you remember yes. that? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember the goal he scored? Yeah. Never scored a tapping. Never seemed to score an easy goal. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it had to be an overhead or something, didn't it? <laughs> but that's, you know, it's great to have players like, you know, Oh, got one, didn't he, the other day? And it was like, yeah. oh, go on, get in, son. That's a goal. What a great goal. Not as yeah. good as Lanzini's against Spurs, nah. but still a great I goal. Really I, think it, I think it got third in um, goal of the month, didn't it? Probably something like yeah. Something one like of Antonio's that. did, I know. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Trevor Sinclair on the right. Brilliant. Top bloke, top man, big fan, big fan of the channel. We love Trev, and because we've got Trev on there, we'll get a, we'll get a, a, a like, we'll get a retweet from Trev. So there we go. You know, it's all good. Oh, <laughs> Anytime his name pops up, he always likes it. Cause it's uh, just to I, say, I, I was still going. Yeah, I'm on Twitter, and I, you know, I love his tweets. I, I love yeah. what the guy. You know, he doesn't care. He'll write what no. he thinks, and that's that's great. I love that. Still, still, really, really passionate about West Ham and the fan yeah. base, um, yeah. and and I think it's about. And, you know, I think there's certain players who really adhere themselves to West Ham. And I think they realise, I think Trevor realised, you know, the effect West Ham. Obviously, we resurrected his career. 
coming to West Ham. QPI was like, he obviously scored that free kick, that, that bicycle kick, the famous one. And then his career, and he said, you know, my career, when I've interviewed him, my career went downhill. Jerry Francis left. I wasn't very happy. West Ham came along. He got back in England squad. You know, he got back into yeah. the World Cup squad. You know, he wouldn't have done that if he was still at QPR. Yeah. I think he realised that. And so that's why he's always really so thankful. Um, I've never seen a man so, because um, obviously at the moment, round the ground, we've put these stickers of like led of like the legends or whatever that you know of like says like run of rio and da, 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 and da. and there's one of trev and i took a picture and I, I sent it to him i said look trev look you're on, you're on and he was he was so appreciative it's incredible how happy he was that he's that he was idolized on the side yeah. of the stadium honestly it was incredible wow. such a such a lovely bloke um he, he should know he's a west ham he yeah. should know he should know yeah. that Definitely. Um, right, Mr. Sinclair is in. Okay, let's go into the centre midfield positions then. Steve, who's your first central midfielder? Scott Parker. Scotty P. Yeah. Good old Scott Parker. Not not a great return on him on Saturday, but yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. going to be a future West Ham manager, though, eh? I'd hope so. Yeah. I really hope so. He's got that mix between old school and new school. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, how he played, isn't it? You know. Yeah, exactly. Rolls his sleeves up, but he was technically a fan. You know, I mean, he had the old school mentality of "you keep going, you do a hundred percent, you keep going." But he was a very skillful player. He scored some great, really important goals for us. Do you, do you think Noble learned a lot from him? Definitely. I think it's, a, and I've, I've spoken about it before, the circle of life. You have, you know, you've got Scott Parker. Yeah, Mark learned a lot from Scott Parker and Mr. Rice has learned a lot from Mr. Noble. So it's like, it's yeah. sort of this, yeah, and, they've all, they, and, they, yeah. and they all do the Parker pirouette. You know, I remember Scott used to, we used to stick his bum out and do a little turn. Mark does that. And I noticed Deck did it the other day, but uh, no, yeah, he's, um, and I just think, he's, I think Scott Parker is just now, He's so classy. You know what I mean? He looks yeah. so, you know, looks so dapper on Saturday. Um, almost like he's almost got like, I've almost, if he's not, if he doesn't become West Ham manager sometime, I've got a feeling he might be the next England manager. Do you know, he, he looks yeah. like a Gareth Southgate, but just like in the wash, a little yeah. smaller version of Gareth South. But he's, you know, and he's so passionate about football. And that's what yeah, you want in a manager. Good, isn't call. It? good call. If, you know, if yeah. we're going to keep it English, that's a brilliant call, ain't it? Like in, it's the same. I mean, Gareth, Gareth Southgate, before he became England manager, he was the under-23s. Didn't really have a, a glittering managerial career, did no. he, outside of... No, not you know, at all. So, anyway, I but I want him West Ham eventually. I just think it'd be yeah, brilliant. It'd be nice, yeah. It's sort of that really good. Right, Scotty P, three-time winner, ham of the year in, in a row. Um, again, that doesn't happen very often. So put Scott Parker in. Who's Scott going to partner in the centres then? Paolo Di Canio. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Paolo is, oh, mate, he is, I mean, Payette was class, but yeah. Di Canio, I mean, when we, and it wasn't Nick, even though other clubs wouldn't touch him, you know, Harry was like straight in there. He's like, I yeah. want that guy. I mean, I was picking him from a team way back then, you know, when he, he was playing for Wednesday. I was like, yeah. I love this guy. He's just put so much into his game, you know, and it he was sort of pretty much unknown, you know, and it, it was yeah. like, this guy is quality. And then we suddenly snatched him and I thought, that's brilliant because he's yeah. probably learned his lesson now with the refs, you know, after that. But, 
it's Paolo, you know, and he gave yeah. us so many brilliant moments, do you know. Yeah, so he's brilliant. And 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 this is that's exactly what I was saying about before about the characters, you know. Payet, technically the best player I've ever seen at West Ham, without a shadow of a doubt. But Decania was my favourite player at West Ham. Yeah, because definitely. he had he had 100%. that technical stuff. But you could he was entertain you'd go to the game thinking what Paolo's gonna turn up. Is yeah. it going to be the technically brilliant? Is it going to be yeah. the the soap opera? Ooh, <laughs> the soap opera. Is it going to yeah. be the mamma mia? Queen. You know, yeah. yeah. I Down, I'm not playing. Yeah. Oh. And again, it's a song. Having a song, I just think you know, you know, and and he was the first one I can remember who people outside of who outside of West Ham like my, like my. You know, my 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 mum and my family. You know, who weren't really into football, they knew Paolo Di Canio because he was <laughs> he was doing the Imperial Leather adverts. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So it was just like you know, we haven't had one of them since the Cossack adverts of Phil Parks. You know, so uh, <laughs> it was. Um, I just I loved him. I just thought it was brilliant, and he he was you know he's still still so passionate about West Ham, and. Yeah. Um, it's just lovely to see, you know, I just, and I think also the same thing about Trevor Sinclair. That's what I was going to say. I didn't say Paolo because I thought you put Paolo in your team. I think he's so appreciative because, you know, as you said, once he pushed that referee on over, that could have been his career over easily yeah. in the game. Yeah. Uh, and as you said, wasn't really, yeah, it was. And wasn't really sort of pulling up trees at Sheffield when it was good. Him and Carbone were brilliant, but they weren't like, you wouldn't have put him in like, you know, Thierry Henry, Bergkamp sort of territory. Uh, uh. Come to West Ham and he's become a Premier League great. You know, one of the ones, you know, like Zola and yeah, he's in the same sort of mould. Yeah. Um, and he knows yeah. that. I'm pretty sure yeah. he knows, I mean, <laughs> he knows that. Do you know? Don't matter what, what team you support, you've heard of Paolo Di Canio, yeah. Paolo Di Canio, and you know he's like a legend. It's yeah. like he might have been West Ham, but the guy was a football legend and that yeah that's pretty much what west ham what earned in that you know yeah he definitely absolutely definitely definitely yeah. right so, okay yeah, so right, so mr decanio is in let me just write that down so I don't forget okay paolo is in then steve right uh up front up front who's, yeah. who's, who we got up front who's your first uh, striker then steve it, it was so hard i'm i'm going to stick with tevez <laughs> I'm going to stick with him just sorry, Samasti. You know, keeping us up. Yeah, he lost us a few quid. He, he, <laughs> you know, he gave West Ham fans something to actually cheer about that season. You know, yeah. So I thought, yeah, yeah, I'm putting him in. Yeah. I didn't want to be too samey, you know, with everyone else's choices. I wanted to like mix it up a little bit, and yeah. I, I've players who I've seen live you know, yeah. I've actually seen and loved every minute of watching them, you know, keeping my eye on that player throughout the whole game and everything. Yeah, and it, yeah you know, Tevez. Tevez was, was yeah. Yeah. He's a great player. He was great. Yeah. And what I liked about him as well is he, um, obviously we've had like a lot of players interviewed who were around that time that Carlos was there. So like Anton Ferdinand and, John Panzer, remember John Panzer? Ready, on um, and people like that, and uh, they talk about how Carlos really wants to integrate himself within the team 
like you know be part of the team despite the fact yeah. he's speaking english and that's really nice to see do you know what i mean yeah. particularly yeah. someone like him and Maserano, they come in almost like they it was almost like they're bundled into a van and they sort of let them out because of that picture of him it's and strange, really. it was that so was really strange. strange yeah but that's um, West Ham. i mean pardu wouldn't even play him would he, he no nah, famously no nah. chant um weren't they chanting for tevez you know what i mean he was on the bench but up chanting for him until uh, he brought him on basically and then he'd he'd do his magic and the whole team would come alive once he got yeah. on, the, on the pitch the whole team would suddenly start playing you know it was like wow look we can play yeah so, it was like a terrier wasn't he it was like a terrier yeah, yeah it's so like he would just like run about like you know starting in there yeah yeah so I yeah I'm, I'm going with carlos up front okay and there's and one, more one more have I? yeah you got one more spot steve who's he gonna be with another player who um, had his own song, Bobby Zamora. Oh, the Z-Man, the Z-Man. Yeah. Let me find Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Where is he? Where is Bobby Zamora? Uh, yes, big fan of Bobby, the Z-Man. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I was in a club shop and they were selling CDs of the Bobby Zamora song. Do you remember that? <laughs> Yeah. When the ball hits the net, who's the score? I bet it's Zamora. And that got changed, didn't it? The next season or something to like when you're sat in row Z and the ball yeah. hits your head. That's Zamora. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I love. He's, he, he, you know, he done what he did. That's good enough. Yeah. He, he's, a, he's a fan, you know, and again, there's something about a fan playing for your club. You know what I mean? You know, they're going to give their all. Yeah. It's a bit like the Mark Noble syndrome. Mark Noble, you know, despite the fact, you know, bless him, you know, he's, he's coming to the end. We know he's coming to the end. But despite that, you know, every game he plays, he puts that, that shirt on, whether it's for 10 minutes or he starts, he's going to keep, he's going to put his all in. And that was like Zamora. He would yeah. run. He would put his all in. And I remember the season we went up, obviously he scored the goal, which brought us up, you know. Um, but I remember that season we went up. He was top goal scorer for like, to a couple of months because he just had the knack you know it was just like yeah. it but he wouldn't score like a decent like a clean goal i remember once i think <laughs> liverpool they came off his ass it's and that one he came off his back yeah. and yeah. But i don't care as long as they go in in it steve that's it that's it as long as it gives us sat to cheer about sat what matters ain't it don't we don't care how we get it we don't care we as don't long care. as we don't well you know as long as we don't cheat and even then it's like it seems like that's what everyone so it's not so bad. No, nowadays everyone just dives anyway, isn't it? So there's no problem, yeah, you know. They get away with it, even with VAR. So no, that's what I don't. That's what I don't understand. You know how yeah. how people can still get away with it when they're obviously just dive. You know, it's just it's ridiculous. There's not. It's not. It's not like being like twenty, thirty cameras at every game, and and they're still not being picked up for it. It's oh. it's, it's bad, isn't it? It is bad. Yeah. Um, I, Obviously, I remember Lanzini. Lanzini got done, didn't he, when a couple of years ago? He got ago. banned, didn't he? Yeah. He's the only thing. player who gets banned, I think, out of all yeah. of them. All the top West teams, Ham, their players do it, get caught out, don't don't get a penalty or whatever because they've dived, but they totally get, get away without even a card, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, they're going to keep doing it then, aren't they? Yeah, it's West Ham, isn't it? That's why, isn't it? It's like England, isn't it? It's like, you know, why isn't... I know we've said we don't want Antonio to be in the England squad, but... You know, he's one of the top strikers in the country at the moment. He offers something very different than every other striker England have got. 
why isn't he in the squad? Jared Bowen, he could easily be in the squad, you know, based on how, you know, he's probably playing just as well as everyone else, but they yeah, play for West Ham, Steve, don't they? Yeah. That's always I, I happened. Love, I love Bowen. I, I like the whole, like I said earlier, I like the whole team we've got at the moment. Me too. I like what Moyes is doing, surprisingly. Mm. You know, he seems to be doing the right thing there. So I've got no complaints. And, no. you know, hopefully the fans will settle down and enjoy the football and forget yeah. about the owners for a little while, eh? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's. I think you know. Again, it's like the West Ham. We always need something to talk about, innit? And so, yeah. you know, the facts. You know, I mean, you know, obviously Saturday wasn't. I mean, you know, we came out. Of, we came no, out early doors. We could have scored, cut the goal straight on. We it's struggled. Average though, wasn't it? Yeah, Compared it was. To how we've been playing in exactly. Four yeah, or five games. It's, it's but we're um, below par. Yeah, it was. But we we've never had. But West Ham have never been any different. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, we've, we've always struggled against the Burnleys. And, yeah, you're half and, expected to lose it, didn't you? Yeah, you, you are. You're almost expecting to lose against these teams, the lower yeah. down the league teams. Yeah, Beat and the we won. Beat the top team, then lose to the bottom one. That's, that's, that's the West Ham way. way. <laughs> that's the West Ham way. But we won. Yeah. That's the thing. We we beat a team lower. And, and, and that's the thing. We It might have been scrappy. It might not have been, but we got the three points. Yeah. Two years ago, eighteen months ago, we wouldn't have won that game. We wouldn't have. We'd have. We'd have settled for the nil-nil with 80, yeah. 90 odd minutes. But they keep going. And what I love about this team is there's always looks like there's a goal in them. Do you know what I mean? I remember yeah. like, God, I remember, you know, losing three nil to Leeds at Upton Park once, and we had like Mike Newell and someone else. I think it might be Brian Dean or Jonah bless him up front, and we didn't like scoring. And it's like. We always look like we're going to score at the moment, and I think it's really, really encouraging. Yeah. I totally agree with what you mean. Moise is getting a tune out of them, and yeah. it works. It's working, you know. And, and 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 hopefully, you know. I think the only, I think the next thing I'd like to see now is is giving Moise a, another, uh, giving him a two year contract or whatever, so that he can start building. He can go out in January and pick up these young strikers and these young yeah. players to bleed in in twelve, eighteen yeah. months time. You know, he's not going to go out and buy a player who's not going to mature for another two years if he's only if his contract runs out in the summer. Do you know what I mean? It's like your head's your head's in the wrong place. Where if you give them a long totally. contract, they totally. can build it, isn't it? So yeah, mate. We'll see, man. But that's it. That's it, Steve. That's it. All done. All done. Fifty-one minutes have flown by, my man. Um, brilliant. That's, <laughs> brilliant. That's, that's brilliant. It's been an honour, mate, coming on that's, here. You know, no, thank so. you. No, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Um, and obviously, uh, thank you to everyone for watching as well. Um, you know, if you're watching yeah, on YouTube, mate. obviously, like, share, subscribe. subscribe watch. I'll be watching everything. I've Good. got a lot to catch up on at the you've moment. Got, you've got about 220 episodes to catch up with, Steve. That's yeah, I know amazing, you've watched, you've watched one of them. <laughs> I know you've watched Jack's one, so that's it. No, I've watched a few. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Ray Winston, who, who ain't going to watch that, eh? Ray Winston in a pub yeah. as well. In a pub, yeah. that was that was that was a that was that was about. I wasn't expecting to hit to get Ray now. I was expecting Ray in a couple of months' time. But yeah. I love how he's just puffing away on a fan. Like, well, f- that's what happens. He, he, and I said to him, I said, "Look, I'll, I'll do it in a special place for you because it because you're because you're Mr. Winston." And he he went, "Oh, you do it." He went, "Oh, is that a pub?" And I, <laughs> "Well, it's my mate's mate's bar at the end yeah, of his garden." Remember, he went, yeah. oh, "I'll get my fags out then." I'll have, a, I'll have a smoke. And I said, but you can't smoke in bars in England. He went, you can in Sicily, mate, you know. <laughs> uh, 
yeah. top bloke. He's a top bloke. He's a daddy, mate. He can smoke he's, wherever he wants. Oh, he can. He's he's a lovely bloke. Lovely bloke. And he's uh, yeah, he's uh no, he's, he was really it was not on the chat to him. He's a lovely guy, and everyone really appreciated. Which is good, you know. That's it, you know. You just Brilliant. you like listening from people and just finding out what they what their journey was, who the players they liked, and yeah. that's all this is about, man. But uh, I really, really yeah. appreciate your time. Thank you. Um, right. There's a thank you to everyone for watching as well. Um, from me and Steve, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Uh, come yeah. on, you irons, come and we'll see you, you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Nice one, Russ. See ya. Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.